Hello, my name is Anthony Cassatt. This is my peer leadership reflection journal number three uh, for leadership 2014 or LDRS 2014. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about modules seven through nine. So starting out, like usual, what are some, some of the main themes or ideas that stuck with you from modules seven through nine? So personally, I think one of the major themes that really sticks out from these modules was introspection and personal evaluation. And what I mean by this is that like this can be seen in like multiple different areas of the modules. Like in the module seven lecture, you would have to be able to evaluate your credibility and the way that others view you in order to effectively uh, model the way. And in module nine, it's made very clear from the Kuzis and Posner book that your view on challenges while you're facing them also reflect onto the leadership and the team of others. So what I mean by that is like, for example, if you're miserable and down in the dumps, if you see that, it's gonna reflect onto the people that you're inherently leading. And that can be a problem for both modeling the way, inspiring a shared vision and challenging the process. And um, what I mean by this introspection and personal evaluation is that all these modules make it inherently clear that you need to be able to look on yourself and your daily activities as well as the way that you conduct yourself because those actions that you have and the way that you conduct yourself have major consequences on the ways that people will act as well as view your leadership in the future. All right, so now to some of the emotions that I experienced while hearing the uh, learning the content in module seven through nine. So I don't really know if it's like an emotion, but I really felt admiration and respect towards not just Dr. Council because I had to put together the uh, leadership facilitation group for my module nine with my group, which was a lot harder than I thought it would be. But also it, I saw admiration and respect towards other leaders that I looked up to in my life and how were they were how they were able to model the content expressed in the modules. So what I mean by this is in module seven, the text Dare to Lead from Brain Brown uh, was able to reflect on how leaders, well, personally that I admired, disproved the pre preconceived notions that I had on like for vulnerability, for example. So one of those examples was the myth, it's the second myth from the book, which is I don't do vulnerability. When looking back on leaders that I really admired, whether it's just like like a famous leader or even just like my debate team captain for my freshman year of high school, those leaders are willing to be vulnerable with the people that they're leading. And that's not something that I've ne necessarily like seen in myself recently. So this has been a really good, I guess, going back to introspective moment for me to recognize how I am being portrayed when I lead different groups and how being vulnerable in these different situations can have a positive impact on others and how other people have had a positive impact on me by disproving the different myths expressed by Breen Brown. All right, so what truths are confirming ideas from modules seven through nine surface from you? So I think one of the biggest confirming ideals from modules seven through nine is practicing gratitude, which has been something that's been like very important throughout the entirety of this class. But I think I've started seeing myself taking gratitude as a bigger part of my life as these modules kind of continued as I've, and I've also been a lot happier and a lot more confident in myself when I do practice more gratitude. 
In the in, in how to inspire a shared vision article from module eight, this was one of the major takeaways and points on how to inspire a shared vision. And in module nine, it's implied from the lecture and the reading that you have to have gratitude in order to keep momentum going on a project when things aren't going your way. And that can be kind of seen in the uh, breaking it down or taking small victories kind of lesson of the experimenting process of the Kuzus and Poster book. So other than that, it's just gratitude as as much as I'd like to think that I practice gratitude on a daily basis. I before these modules, I really recognize I'm recognizing how much leaders do practice gratitude and how each one of these different five practices of an exemplary leader are dependent on your ability to be grateful for what you're experiencing in the moment so you don't get yourself down and don't have that negative reaction to the people you're leading. And it's something that I'm kind of taking away and being it's like it's been it's been a good kind of learning experience for me so far. And I feel myself getting a lot happier for everything that I have in the moment and taking the time to cry when I'm sad or even just like be happy when I'm feeling happy and not bottling up those emotions and being grateful that I have the ability to experience those emotions. And even just being able to wake up one morning and be like, hey, I'm so grateful that I can even see this morning. Uh, it's been very good for my mental state and for really appreciating all the privileges that I have. And it's been putting me in a better mood in any ways either. All right. So what is the most impactful surprise from module seven through nine? And I'm not going to, this is kind of like not a conventional surprise, but I think the most impactful surprise that I needed in the moment from one of the modules was actually from module nine in the Kuzna Symposer reading, reading about generating small wins. Um, and that's because at the time I was in the middle of quarantine and the isolation dorms. I was talking with you about this a little bit earlier, Dr. Council, and I was going a little bit crazy at the time because I wasn't able to leave my room. I was kind of cramped. I was kind of, it was super hot in the room. I was just not comfortable. And after reading that portion of the text, it made me realize and just appreciate what was going on right in the moment. And from then on, I was able to implement that part of the reading into what I was going through at the time. And it really helped me keep the morale up for the rest of like the five days that I had to spend left in the thing. So for example, I was like having to go get my my COVID test. And one of the small wins that I kind of generated was, oh, even if my COVID test comes back positive, I got the chance to just walk outside and experience some fresh air for a little bit. And uh, uh, my, when my, did, my COVID test did come back negative, I was like, okay, that's my first win. All I need to do is just survive like a couple more hours, a couple more days in here, and then I'm out of here and I can go do all the fun stuff that I've been doing before. So that's kind of like where I was in the moment and it was impactful and surprising how much it truly did help me when I was in that situation. All right, so now on to the next question. So after engaging with modules seven through nine, what are you most curious about now? So I think I'm most curious about defining my visions and being able to find people to share them with in the future. And this kind of stems from the module eight clips from the darkest hour, which was included in the big list of articles and resources we could have watched, as well as the in-class video from the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, both of these clips were really able to demonstrate people motivating others and how to follow them, especially in like very different situations. One was like, very historical context while the other one was just like a modern business kind of context with the stock market and you could probably see how one of those is more important than the others and uh, the vision board exercise in class was also 
made me realize how big my aspirations were. And it really piqued my curiosity to see how much my ideas, how big my ideas are and how am I going to be able to achieve those? And I realized that I'm not going to be able to achieve those if I'm not able to find people who also are willing to see me succeed as well as like if I can, if I can't be able to express my ideas and share this vision with them, there's no way that I can truly be successful and achieve those big aspirations that I have for myself. So that's really been a big aspect of curiosity for me. It's been a little bit anxious too, because I've realized how much like time has gone past and how like, uh, I feel like I need to have everything figured out, but that's not the case. So I just need to kind of calm myself down. But I need to take that more of an, an area of curiosity and not one of anxiety. And that's kind of like where I've been in the moment of trying to make my dreams like a, a reality through using the the lessons that I learned through module eight. All right. So what are you discovering about yourself in the process of modules seven through nine? I think that I'm discovering more vulnerabilities with myself. And I'm also learning to accept that vulnerability is okay. And the dare to, lead, uh, dare to Lead text from Module 7, it does a good job of defining what vulnerability is and how it leads to creating better leaders. And I never really realized how closed off to vulnerability I was or still am to an extent. I was always of the mindset that I don't really do vulnerabilities, especially for others. Or, or I mean, like, unless I'm in a situation where I need to be vulnerable, which and. The text really defines that this is the second myth of vulnerability, which I kind of discussed a little bit earlier. And now I'm able to see that I was letting fear drive my processes without even realizing it. This kind of like extends to the other points that I was talking about before, as I didn't even realize how much I needed the aspects of my life and the different practices of the different modules in the moment. And that could like even extend to the generating small wind portion of the uh, quarantine situation I was in. I was so not willing to see other people see me like freak out while in quarantine that I wasn't able to truly see what was right in front of me. And that was that I just need to keep my morale up and be positive in the moment. I was so focused about not being vulnerable that I kind of like was kind of setting myself up for failure in the second, the, in the way. So another part of this is just kind of been able to accept vulnerability for myself and like, be more willing to share that with others, which I've kind of been doing since I've gotten out of quarantine. And it's I've really kind of seen a, a change, not a major change in my life as I'm still trying to get like through this or not through this, but like get accustomed to this new way of thinking. But I have tried to become more vulnerable with others and I've definitely felt more less pressure lifted off my shoulders. So how can I put into practice what I've learned through module seven through nine? I think that I can learn in what I put into practice by really doing more introspection in my daily life, going back to like the very beginning of this discussion, as well as listening to like the critiques of these methods as these methods have been justified to like do some really crazy bad stuff in the past. Like in module eight lecture, it's discussed that like inspiring a shared vision can also lead to like horrible things like Hitler was discussed in the genocide, uh, the Holocaust. So one thing to keep note notice while practicing and trying to put these different things into practice into my life is that i'm implementing these concepts in a healthy way and not one where i'm overbearing or uh not letting others speak or just like trying to enforce my views on other people so putting into practice these are very simple but also 
challenging concepts that I just need to slowly implement in my life, but also need to keep in mind while I'm practicing these different concepts that um, I need to be healthy while I'm practicing them and not make other not make other people suffer at the hands of my achieves to better myself. And that kind of goes hand in hand with what we talked about. It was like, I should be, as a leader, I should be going to benefit others just as I'm trying to benefit myself. So that's really been one of the main takeaways and how I really look to implement these um, different lessons I've learned in the future. All right, so that kind of extends to what I wanted to talk about for this peer reflection journal. Dr. Council, if you're still listening right now, I hope you're doing good and staying healthy and I hope you and everyone else is doing good so far. All right.